I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome back to today's episode of Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. We're going to touch on, throughout the day, uh, occasionally the events of last night. Yesterday was Super Tuesday. Utah participated for the first time. Late into the evening, we were receiving uh, results. The big surprise, of course, was the uh, nearly across-the-board success of Joe Biden. Uh, We're going to look at some numbers that explain a little bit of that later on. Uh, But one of the big uh, pieces of data I want to share with you now is all of the folks who voted for Joe Biden, who made up their mind in the days and hours leading up to uh, the primary election. It's absolutely fascinating. I think, uh, you know, you hear the talking head types like me (laughs) who speculate and try to figure out why this or that's going to happen. A lot of the speculation was uh, that these the the endorsements received uh, from folks like Mayor Pete Buttigieg and Amy Klobuchar and um, uh, what's his name, Beto O'Rourke, uh, that those may or may not have had an impact. Well, I think <laughs> I think if we learned anything uh, last night is that sometimes endorsements, well-timed endorsements, can have a dramatic impact. They can change momentum. They can turn the tide. And Joe Biden is the beneficiary of all of that. And I think the other storyline, and again, we're going to dig into all of this later on. Uh, one of the big takeaways from last night is that, uh, you know, regardless of how many hundreds of millions of dollars you spend on a campaign, uh, you are not going to bully uh, or pay for uh, the views and votes of the American people. We are a smart people. And we look at uh, an individual's character and their ability to, to govern and lead. And uh, if, you, <laughs> if you just throw money at an election, that does not guarantee victory. Uh, we'll get into all of that later on. You know I am very susceptible to uh, distractions and tangents and rabbit holes and uh, baubles. Well, <laughs> there's one that caught my eye the other day, and uh, it's all because of this guy over at CNN. Uh, his name is <laughs> so. Uh, what's his name? Paul Bagala. He is he's a political analyst over there at CNN. He the other day appeared on a panel discussion, and they were talking about bold predictions. The question, uh, the question which was posed uh, to all of the panelists up there was, "Would you make please one big bold prediction?" And, you know, trying to outdo each other, the different panelists were making all kinds of bold predictions. And then it got to be Paul's turn. And this was his prediction. This is not a prediction, it's a certainty. On Thursday, July 16th, that's the day the Democrat gives her or his acceptance address. On that day, to interrupt that narrative, Donald Trump will call a press conference at Mar-a-Lago. He's going to dump Mike Pence and put Nikki Haley on the ticket to try to get those suburban moms. You watch. Guaranteed. 
He put Trump in charge. Of, I mean, Trump put Pence in charge of coronavirus yeah, to throw him under the bus. All right. So did you get that? Here's the here's the logic uh, presented uh, by Paul there, the commentator from CNN. He says that Trump, in an effort to sabotage Mike Pence, has installed him as the coronavirus czar or whatever title he got. Uh, Pence is in charge of Vice President Pence is in charge of the coronavirus and keeping our nation safe. Now, that's a difficult task. And he's a former member of Congress. He's a former talk show host. Now, listen, we are, of course, experts here in the talk radio business. And so he's perfectly qualified, as I am, to contain the coronavirus. But, 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 President Trump may not believe that 100 percent. And he feels this is, again, this isn't these aren't my views. This is what was presented by uh, by the CNN analyst, Paul Begala. He says uh, he says that Trump will use any shortcoming on the part of Mike Pence as he takes on this responsibility of combating the coronavirus as a reason to dump him from the ticket and replace him with Nikki Haley. You remember who Nikki Haley is, right? She's a a diplomat, businesswoman, author, politician, a a Republican, uh, former South Carolina state legislator, uh, former governor of South Carolina, and most recently, uh, former United States ambassador to the United Nations. She left the Trump administration as ambassador to the United Nations in the fall of 2018. Uh, But she's still relevant. She is still someone that uh, many uh, conservatives and Republicans turn to as uh, as a source of hope for the future. Uh, There is uh, good reason to think that she uh, has much uh, political career ahead of her. And who knows, maybe maybe it'll happen again. And maybe this is the way uh, it'll happen. Now, the highest of likelihoods is that this is nonsense. Uh, There are, in fact, (laughs) evidences from the very individuals involved to say uh, that that's not the case, including uh, a comment made by Ms. Haley herself not all that long ago. No, I'm not running for 2020. I can promise you what I'll be doing is campaigning for this one. So I look forward to supporting the president in the next elections. So now I said that was not all that long ago. I'm wrong. That was from October 2018. That was a while ago. Things change. And if you and I have learned anything uh, that in the world of politics, things can change on a dime. Three or four days ago, Biden was out of this race. Now he's at the top of the race. Uh, So you and I know very, very well that this stuff can change uh, quickly. She sent uh, a tweet about this the last time it was rumored. This one was relatively recently, August of last year. There was, I don't remember exactly what it was, but something about uh, what what President Pence had done had gotten a, a few folks speculating as to his future and how long he may remain alongside President Donald Trump. B- before those rumors even got too wild, uh, Nikki Haley tweeted the following. She said, enough of the false rumors. Vice President Pence has been a dear friend of mine for years. He's been a loyal and trustworthy vice president to the president. He has my complete support. And then uh, not too long after that, the president himself uh, on that Fox and Friends show said uh, uh, that, no, that was nothing but a rumor. He said, quote, Mike Pence, I know I've seen this rumor that keeps popping up and Nikki would be great. But Mike Pence has done a phenomenal job as vice president. uh, And he continued. He said he's our man 100 percent. Uh, And now, so that's interesting, right? And it's a good distraction. And what it does more than anything, uh, not get us excited about the possibility of Pence being replaced by Nikki Haley on the ticket, uh, because as interpreted by some, that is a a sign of weakness or panic. And if you know President Trump, he is not into portraying or conveying uh, that message or image. But what it does do 
it makes me, uh, who's a nerd about history and who is very susceptible to rabbit holes, uh, go down and ask myself, has this ever happened before? And you know what? It has uh, a few times. Uh, FDR had uh, a few vice presidents. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, of course, famously, team of rivals, uh, had a few himself. Thomas Jefferson uh, was... Uh, one with multiple uh, vice presidents, and uh, in clear violation of copyright law, let me share this with you, (laughs) a portion of the musical Hamilton, uh, which sums up this issue we're talking about now. Congrats on a race well run, I did give you a fight. I look forward to our partnership. Our partnership. That's your vice president. <laughs> yeah, right. You hear this guy? Man openly campaigns against me talking about I look forward to our partnership. It is crazy that the guy who comes in second gets to be vice president. Oh, you know what? We can change that. You know why? Why? Because I'm the president. I think, I think 30 seconds. I think anything below 30 seconds is fair use, and that was 29 and a half. Very good. No violations here. Next up on the program, we're going to be talking about an initiative from uh, Attorney General William Barr that has made its way here to Utah. The issue is elder fraud, those monsters who would take advantage of the elderly. We're going to talk about that next and some good work being done by the U.S. Attorney here in Utah to combat it. That's all up next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.